Hello there, you're listening to the Boring Bill Podcast. My name is Boring Bill. In the last show, we turned up the recording volume quite a lot to see uh, what effect that would have. We're trying to do a similar sort of thing now. And my own personal view from what I could sort of gather from the feedback at this end that it was actually became quite distorted as a result. Um, I don't know. Please let us know. Boringbillpodcast at gmail.com whether it's too distorted. The reason that we've done it before, where it's actually a really low recording volume and you would have to turn the volume right up on whatever device you were using to listen to it, uh, the reason we did that because is because it tended to distort less if the volume was hooked up at the final end rather than the early production stage. And obviously with a podcast of this type, where quietness as far as you try to get sneak news in this podcast goes, it's quite important to have as little distortion as possible. One of the problems that we were having in our earlier shows below show 10, where we didn't have a good enough microphone for that sort of situation. Uh, anyway, as I promised in the previous show about breakfast, today's show is going to be about the weather. Now, this show uh, should be very close to any uh, British person who they're, they're eagerly uh, and endemically entrenched grumpy heart. Because the weather is something that is eternally complained about in England because... It always seems to be raining, or very grey, very drizzly, and when it does get hot, it really is hot. It's not like the sort of heat you get in continental Europe, where it's really, uh, it's like the same sort of temperature when it's really hot, but it's like there's a cooling breeze, or there's quite a bearable heat. Uh, I can live quite close to the coast myself, so there's often a bit of a sea breeze, which actually makes the heat a little bit more bearable. We've had a couple of heat waves. Uh, in the previous weeks, which have uh, been quite incredibly hot, um, beyond belief, really, for, for especially for the climate that we're used to here. And of course, in the summer, I mean, we don't tend to get much snow where I am, which again is a sort of this, this grey grumpiness, because when it's cold, we don't tend to get snow, so it's not very fun. And for children, don't get uh, cancellation of days on school and so on. And uh, there's also a heat where it's not enough to enjoy the heat, but it's really hot, or there's always this thing about uh, whatever there is heat, uh, trying to sunbathe. Uh, we just, for the sake of the heat, they're trying to get yourself as orange as possible. And that's another very British thing. Right? That's probably the only reason the people indeed ever go on holiday is because they uh, want to... Uh, get a suntan. In fact, people use that as a measure of how good their holiday was, is how much of a suntan they had, which is an interesting sociological thing, but not really much to do with the weather. I suppose it's important here to separate weather from climate, weather being the short term, what the weather is doing, either rain, sun, snow, sleet, whatever. Whereas climate is, is the country's general across a year variance on what sort of weather we would sort of get, i.e. the climate in, uh, so say, the southern states in the United States is going to be far different from the climate in the northern states of the United States. For example, in the state of Washington, it's more likely to rain than it is in the state of Florida. Having said that, often in the periods of summertime, you get uh, quite incredible storms and hurricanes and sort of things there, so it's not necessarily going that, but there's a climate there that you wouldn't get, say, in Washington state. Interestingly, though, this uh, 
thing about complaining about the weather is, is rather interesting as far as you're always complaining, certainly in Britain, about the rain. Where in actual fact you complain, you're saying, well, wouldn't it be good if we had the sun? When the sun comes along, you, you no one likes the sun either. They say, oh, why can't it be colder? I mean, my own personal preference is I actually quite like the rain. It's actually my favourite uh, weather is is the rain. Because I, I quite like rain, being outside in the rain, or being grey, dull, even say boring, but the rain is, I don't know, like uh, storms or anything, just sort of a drizzle. It's quite nice, much better than the sun or the heat. And uh, being cold, you, know, you can always wrap up warm, but then you can't exactly cool yourself down through a matter of clothes, but you can warm yourself up. And of course, of course, that's my own preference is going to be that specifically at this time of year when it's hot. You know, unless you're in a climate which is below the equator in which you've got the opposite. God, any listeners in Australia? I don't know, but there you go. It's going to be the opposite, the opposite for you. And um, sometimes as well, we find that the weather can have a, a strong effect on uh, our sleep. For example, if it's really, really hot, it's it's far usually far more difficult to sleep because you know you're hot in your bed and you know, you're very become very restless. Very off-putting, and uh, it's difficult to get your mind off that and go to sleep. When you do wake up, you feel less refreshed because you've been tossing and turning while you've been asleep, not regained as much energy as you you might have otherwise done. Uh, on the opposite effect as well, for the rain, if it's raining a lot, um, it can be quite noisy. Rain hitting your windows can be quite noisy, annoying. It can make it cold, and if it's cold, it's also difficult to sleep. And the uh, perfection of weather conditions for uh, people is completely different, dependent on uh, each individual's uh, idea of what the optimum time for going to sleep is, and uh, that just obviously varies from person to person. Uh, for myself, I don't mind rain while I'm going to sleep, if the corner breeze going through my windows, and I often always have my window open, because it's always good, I find, to have... Um, cooling air, or at least air, even in the sun, just uh, coming into the room in which you're trying to sleep, to try and sort of condition the air, if you like. And this is uh, another phenomenon that we're finding at the moment, is um, it seems to be much hotter in the summers now, we have a higher frequency of heat waves, like there was one in 2003, we've had a similar one now, we certainly have in England, um, so people are starting to turn to buying air conditioners. That's something that's more common in some areas of the places so in North America, but not very common in the UK. But lots of people are buying air conditioners now, of course. They use up energy, which means that uh, the uh, global warming problem is in fact made worse by people buying air conditioners, which is, which is ironic, really. And I haven't got an air conditioner. I try and go without. I've got a fan. But I, I never use it at night because, of course, here's the catchment too. Same with air conditioners. Well, if there's noise being made, then how do you sleep through that? And then, what if it gets too cold and you're asleep? And then, how's that? It's just a, it's a terrible little effect. If, I, if I'd advise it, I'd just have your windows open in heat and listen to the one of your podcasts before you go to sleep. And hopefully that'll, that'll help. Uh, but, I mean, there are other types of uh, weather conditions. Obviously, there are freak weather conditions. There are terrible effects we have from hurricanes and things like that. Uh, recently um, seen in, in parts of America um, and other parts of the world as well. But uh, the weather can also have a beneficial effect and many people's industries, farmers for example, their harvest and their crops and, and everything they work towards 
for the entirety of the year is, is almost entirely dependent on on the weather, on the fact that if, if it rains too much, you know, you, you could drown the crop. If it isn't rain enough, it won't get enough water. And if it's too hot, it'll kill it. If it's not enough sun, then it won't grow, won't photosynthesize. And uh, that's similar for, for a variety of industries as well. I mean, in things like construction, you can't really construct what's pouring down with the rain, but then people that are constructing things will uh, not be able to work as well under the blazing heat. It's uh, an eternal problem that the weather has such a profound effect on, on human life. And interestingly as well, when the climate was genuinely much cooler than it is now, humans actually be able to survive and in places of the North South Poles. Humans have been known to survive that through a variety of their own techniques, and it seems that you've got certain uh, abilities to also survive in the very hot. And it's interesting to see the two uh, thing, thing thoughts on climate is one, that uh, the reason it's getting hotter is that we're coming out of an ice age, which is going to get hotter. Some say that uh, we may have an effect where we go plummeting into a freezing cold because of what the effects of global warming could do. So in either way, it, it, it would seem that the two schools of thought we're heading into extremes, whether that's uh, human-made or not human-made. Obviously, most people think it is human-made, but if you're from America and uh, there are certain beliefs over there from certain political uh, perspectives that... Um, that it doesn't actually exist at all, or it's uh, caused by something else, but mostly you'd agree that it is getting hotter, even if there's not agreement on whether it's human-made or non-human-made. Certainly everyone in England would think it's human-made. Um, it, it's interesting to what extent humans can survive in uh, with the extremes, and uh, I certainly don't know. I don't think many people know exactly if they did, then we'd uh, figure it out and be fine, but uh, that's the way it is. Uh, but that's not very interesting. So I'd like to say talk about uh, the, uh, the the best weather conditions for for doing certain activities. I mean, one of my things I like to do is sort of walk through like a forest type area, lots of trees, built up areas, flowers, and whatever. And it's raining because it drizzles and you sort of drips off the trees onto the flowers, drips onto the floor. It's a puzzle to walk through it. Uh, it is uh, extremely extremely interesting. And of course, if you're walking with uh, built up trees and things, and it's raining. And uh, you should uh, happen to experience the sunlight during the rain. You won't get a rainbow because you can't see because of the angles of the trees being in the way. But it's all shine the droplets and make sort of uh, very shiny, uh, crystally type uh, type views. And uh, you see that on the on the flowers and things like that, um, which is very uh, aesthetically pleasing as far as forestry goes. And I'm sure that uh, many people will. Would agree with that uh, perspective on uh, when rain is a good thing and when it is uh, not not as good. Similarly, though, in different situations, uh, you uh, would want to be at the beach when uh, it's not very hot or when it's raining. Or some people might do. I mean, uh, that depends on the person. But uh, that's something that we, uh, that each individual person, sort of looks at on their own perspective and point of view. Um, the advantage of going to somewhere like the beach when it's raining is that you're very unlikely to find a lot of people there. Uh, depends on the beach you are, if you might find people who surf or do other water sports might be there, but you know, some bathers on the actual sand is unlikely to be as crowded as it would do in uh, in the sun, so it's quite good to enjoy the scenery or facilities you might get at a beach during that situation. I mean, that's, uh, again, completely dependent on the uh, the individual person, the uh, 
and their own preference of weather conditions. I can't say, though, that I've uh, seen many people that uh, agree with me on their perspective on rain. But uh, I have contact with English people and um, or people living, living in England who seem to have this sort of grey outlook on on the weather and uh, seem to dislike whatever the weather is and uh, whatever it meant when sort of at their optimum weather state or weather condition that just seems you know, what they uh, they personally like which of course is, is very interesting as always I, I'm reminded as well of certain events during my life where the um, weather has had a profound effect on the situation, either positively or negatively. Sometimes when you go to things like fairs, say a, a car boot sale, I don't know what you call it in America, the flea market, I suppose, something like that. Uh, or somewhere we have to be outside and it's very dependent on the weather, like a barbecue or something. And it's rained and then everyone uh, gets disappointed and goes inside. With something like a car boot sale, on the inter- or a market or something like that when it rains, many of the storeholders will stay, either in a hope that the rain will stop, or, or just because they have to for whatever reason, and then they'll be able to barter a lot more, right, negotiate on prices and things, because there'll be less people around there, they'll be walking to sell things, so it is actually really beneficial. I remember at one time when uh, I went to, uh, I shan't say which country, but I went to uh, a country um, abroad, and they had um, a market there, and lots of bartering about for certain, certain items, and, and it started to rain, people started to go, and they, they all, all the sellers became a bit more, uh, in later desperation, uh, in trying to, oh, I hit the microphone there, late in desperation uh, to, to sell their goods, and um, there, then there was more bartering ability, and you could use sort of your own technique to, to do that. Well, I've been recording for about 15 minutes now. I'm, I'm I'm doing quite a few shows, you know, a fairly relatively frequency um, over the next coming days, so I, I don't want to jam your MP3 player or whatever, or your computer, whatever you, you use to listen to this um, with large files, so I'll, I'll cut this show short now. Um, please do email boringbookpodcast uh, at uh, gmail.com with ideas for shows. I mean, there are only so many things that we can talk about, otherwise I have to go over other subjects again. So please, whatever you want me to talk about, whatever you're interested in asking me, if you are, to provoke me on a boring streak of talking, or what you think the best topic would be to help you get to sleep through through a show. Uh, I'm all too happy to, to do that topic of show, or, or for whatever reason, if you'd like to comment on a specific show, there is a comments section on the uh, on the blog, I suppose it's not really a blog, it's just how we put up the shows, really, it's just called the show notes on, and that is uh, com. B-O-R-I-N-G B-I-L-L dot um, B-O B, sorry, B-L-O-G-S-P-O-T dot com is where you can post the blogs there. And if you're listening to this on a website, rather than subscribing to the feed, I would urge you to subscribe. The feed address is feeds.feedburner.com forward slash point bill. 
uh, I'll just give you the email address again uh, boringgopodcast at googlemail.com please do email I'll be very happy to hear from you I'm very happy to reply and I'll try and reply as quickly as possible thank you very much for listening to the Boring Bill Podcast my name is Boring 